0: Look, the facts of the situation speak loudly. What is known? This is a USA production, this entertainment cartridge, made by an American man in the USA. The appetite for the appeal of it. This is also USA. The USA drive for spectation, which your culture teaches. This, I was saying, this is why choosing is everything. When I say to you, choose with great care, loving and you make ridicule it is why I look and say can I believe this man is saying this thing of ridicule these facts of situation which speak so loudly of your bureau's fear of this samizat now is what happened when a people choose nothing over themselves to love each one a USA that would die and let its children die each one for the so-called perfect entertainment this film Who would die for this chance to be fed this death of pleasure with spoons in their warm homes, alone, unmoving? In complete seriousness, as a citizen of your neighbor, I say to you, forget for a moment the entertainment and think instead about a USA where such a thing could be possible, enough for your office to fear. Can such a USA hope to survive for much longer? To survive as a nation of people, to much less exercise dominion over the other nations of other people, if these are other peoples who still know what it is to choose, who will die for something larger, who will sacrifice the warm home, the loved woman at home, their legs, their life, even for something more than their own wishes of sentiment, who would choose not to die for pleasure alone. Hello and welcome. I'm Douglas Bowles and this is 42 Minutes, a weekly conversation with the interesting artists and thinkers of our day. A production of SyncBook Radio and distributed by thesyncbook.com. You can find our archives at 42minutes.com and you can reach us by sending a message to mail at 42minutes.com. You can also follow our tweets at Sync42 and at syncbook. It's Monday, March 12th, 2018, and we are a week out from Treefort. Tickets, naturally, are still available at treefortmusicfest.com. And I'm sure you've begun to dig in a bit now or beginning to agonize over some of the difficult decisions that you will have to make deciding which group you can see and when. But, you know, uh, maybe you need to make sure that the group isn't playing twice or maybe even three times. I believe that is the case with today's musical guest. Motherhood is an avant-trio from, boy, I'm going to butcher this, Fredericton, how do you say it?
1: Fredericton. Just like that. (laughs) Just like that. Just
0: like that. Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. Weirdo country circus punks. The band consists of Adam, Bryden, and Penelope, and they play Treefort Saturday, March 24th at 10.20 p.m. at the Neuralux. Sunday, March 25th at 7.50 at the Linen Building, and you can catch them at the Canada Party Saturday, March 24th at 4 p.m. at the Woodland Empire, which and that show is free to the public. More information about them and their tour that they're currently on can be found on their website, motherhoodmusic.com. How are you doing? I think I'm speaking to Bryden today, is that correct?
1: Yeah, you are. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty well. So, uh uh is, is this tour that you guys are on your biggest tour to date or what how does it rank in your in your outings?
1: Yeah, it's our biggest tour to date. It's our first US tour. We've been across Canada and um you know here and there in Canada for a couple of years now. Um yeah, so we're excited to be down here in the States and uh so far it's been great.
0: And, and currently, you guys are in New York City.
1: Yeah, sitting on the side of the road, of New York, right now, Manhattan. And
0: then, where are you headed? Do you are you leaving today or tomorrow?
1: Yeah, we're leaving today, but our uh, we have a show in Pittsburgh tomorrow. So,
0: do you get to have a leisurely drive there, or is it it's all business? You're going to get there and take in the sights. Uh, I
1: think we'll we'll go part way and. Take a break somewhere, and then go the rest of the way tomorrow. It Should be pretty chill.
0: And and how was how was the show? last night.
1: Last night was a lot of fun. We played at a place called uh, Elsewhere in Brooklyn, and uh, a couple good bands that we played with. Good crowd. It was a lot of fun.
0: On this tour, is this you guys are just out doing you know one-off dates? Are you touring with anyone or
1: just us with the one off yeah.
0: How how does one go about booking a like a United States tour? Because it it seems pretty extensive. I think you you uh, go across the entire country, end up on the West Coast at some point too, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're going to California. Um, Penny does a lot of that. She does a lot of the booking, and then um, we have like a management group that helps us with that too. So I think as far as Penny was concerned. There was a decent amount of just emailing people, just trying to find bands online that were similar to us or we thought we could play with, you know, dropping names of some friends' bands that have been down here before, that kind of thing. But it's no easy task, for sure.
0: And then what are you guys driving?
1: We're driving a Grand Caravan, 07. Oh uh, seven, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and is it is it a rental or is it something you guys
1: own? No, we we bought it.
0: Uh, buying a rig as a as a as a band seems like a, a it's a pretty serious move, huh?
1: Yeah, well, we need it. We we're on the roads a decent amount in Canada, going around to you know we make it up to Ontario and Quebec quite a bit. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've been a band for eight years at this point. So. Oh wow!
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, so like, I mean, Canada's a pretty big place. I would guess that it is, and each each province has its own flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, do you find uh, different scenes in each each place that you know? your uh, some places take to you more or less or you know what what's what's uh like the music scenes in various provinces like
1: um they are different for sure and we obviously do better in places that we get to more which is mostly uh like southern ontario quebec and then the, the atlantic provinces because once you once you try to go through ontario ontario's huge and half of it is just basically nothing and then it takes a long time to get to another city which is kind of the the thing about touring in Canada that is bad <laughs> <laughs> that there's just so much space between all the places but you you know i think with any kind of traveling you you see that people are different in some little ways and not so different in most ways Like, there's definitely a difference between the east coast of Canada, where we're from, and Ontario. But then if you get to the west coast of Canada, it's kind of more like the east coast.
0: Huh. How far from New York is Fredericton? Or what Um, what is it close to? I guess, is Toronto relatively close to New York? Is that right?
1: Toronto is, yeah. We're about, I think it's about 10 hours for us. Um, like we we started in Bangor which is only three hours away from from Crederton
0: uh huh oh okay
1: and then I'm not sure what it is from Bangor to here but I think it's around ten hours but that's my best
0: <laughs> does New Brunswick have kind of that New England flavor or is it totally different
1: um that's, it's it's different. They look the same. A lot of trees. New Brunswick is, like, kind of poor. And, uh, I don't know. There's, I'd say, like, everywhere in the States is more populated than, than Canada. New Brunswick is especially, uh, I don't know, there's not too many people around, you know. Like, there's about 70,000, I think, in Fredericton. They're, like, in and surrounding areas, and that's the capital. But in terms of, I don't know, people seem to be, like, friendly and stuff in Maine and Massachusetts, which is, like, home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so that introduction that I was reading from the show, I do a, a book club every every three months or so, and right now we're reading David Foster Wallace's *Infinite Jest*, and okay. there's a big section about uh, the Quebec separatists, and in the book, oh, yeah. <laughs> in the book, they take a big chunk of New England and uh, decide that that's the waste dump for the United States, and they start catapulting waste, uh, it, probably into <laughs> into New Brunswick. They call it the Great Concavity. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it it could be interesting for you to read this book. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. But there's there's oh, a, that sounds about right. There's a bunch of Canadian humor that I just it's going over my head right now. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check it out. I, I've never read that. It
0: it's giant. It's it's a thousand pages. Yeah. But yeah. it's 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 a lot of yeah. Fun. It's kind
1: of infamously big, eh?
0: Yeah. Well, so uh, talk about your music a little bit. What I—I I mean, when I—it's really interesting. Treefort gives me this opportunity to taste a lot of things that you know I wouldn't necessarily be exposed to. And mm. um, so when I when I first heard your stuff, it definitely has. You, you guys say in your bio, country circus <laughs> punks, or what did you say? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we we've always had a hard time. Um, I mean, I guess that's a pretty common thing with bands. We've had a hard time labeling exactly what it is we do because we like to do a lot of different stuff. Um,
0: what do people say yeah, when they say it? I'm like, <sighs> like what what do you what do they say that you like and what do they say that you don't like?
1: I mean, you don't have to answer that either. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. We a lot of people make the connection between us and Deerhoof. We're we're pretty big Deerhoof fans. I think that kind of just comes from it being stranger music. Uh huh. Um, so we like that because we love Deerhoof. Um, we get Primus every once in a while, which I don't really see. I think right, it's I because think it's mostly, of the the bass
0: a little bit that there is a really... Uh, yeah,
1: it's definitely Penny's bass style. Yeah. So that's a compliment, because Les Claypool is an amazing bass player.
0: But, but then there's also... Uh, do people say that there's a mathiness to it?
1: Yeah, we get that every once in a while, and that's true. Like, you know, we... A big part of our writing style is just trying to keep it interesting for us because there's nothing worse than writing a song and then you've got to play it for probably two years at the least. So we don't want to be getting bored on stage, right? And it's, you know, in our opinion, more interesting to watch something that moves quickly, especially nowadays where people's attention spans are not super long. No. <laughs> so that's kind of the concept behind it.
0: Yeah, I, I would say that it's it's dynamic in that the parts change, and then also within the parts that there is kind of a, a rise and fall to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the you know we we're influenced by a lot of different stuff. Like we, I grew up on punk, and like Penny was took piano lessons for most of her life, and Adam had himself drums, but is pretty informed by kind of jazz styles. I would say. Making a face at me, but.
0: Okay, but so eight years—that's that's a pretty good—that's a pretty good run for a band.
1: Uh, yeah, not bad.
0: What What brought you guys together?
1: Uh, well, Adam and I went to high school together, and started playing together in high school, and then we moved to Fredericton, and we met Penny, because she moved into the place that Adam was living a little bit randomly, not completely randomly. And then, so that's where we were jamming, and it just kind of naturally came together. And then, that was it.
0: On your website, you have a a number of videos, and you've done stuff with Uh some choirs, and, and that's interesting. Do you have... Two full links and one EP? Does that sound right? Yeah. The The more recent one is uh, Baby Teeth?
1: Yeah, Baby Teeth is, is the most recent one. And we're kind of... We're sitting on one now that is going to come out, you know, sometime within the next year or whatever.
0: What about... So, an interesting... All right, so... You guys are... Are you guys in your late 20s or early 30s?
1: Would that be a fair guess? Yeah, yeah, we're, I mean, I'm 26, Adams 27.
0: And so I one of the things that's interesting that's to me that's that's happening I think is that because people are consuming music differently these days because there's just so many digital platforms available. I mean, bands are still making albums and I definitely still listen mm-hmm. listen to albums. I don't but I don't know that the younger you get, I know my daughter doesn't consume music the same way I do. Where she, she, yeah, she grabs a few songs and throws it in a playlist, and and she's really happy with that. What do you think yeah. about albums and LPs and you know the as a band?
1: Um, well, you know the the album is is pretty important to us. We like to have we like the music to have a concept behind it and, and for it to tie into each other as much as possible. But at the same time, we do understand that that's a bit of maybe a a dying art. Um, So baby teeth is technically a full length because it's eight tracks, but it's 20 minutes long, I think. Um, So it's kind of, it's, we're pretty into condensing things and cutting the fat out and making the songs just what we think is necessary in them. And in that way, I think we're kind of trying to keep the, the album thing going.
0: And then do you have, do you guys record it yourself or?
1: Um, well, <clears throat> our friend Corey, who as a studio about an hour away from us did baby teeth and he did the, the most recent one as well. But we've recorded with a couple different people.
0: And so is it, is the, the one that you're sitting on, is it done and ready to go? And it's just a matter of the post production. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's, you know, it's, it's all recorded and whatnot, but you know, those things take time. Yeah. And then, what about,
0: you know, we're talking about this idea of of digital culture. Uh, Part of that is everyone thinks everything's free now, too. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Trying, you know, trying to uh, make a living as a band, do you guys have day jobs?
1: Yeah, yeah. We all have jobs besides you and the band. Yeah. But I mean, that's, yeah. The way
0: it is these days, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty difficult not to, or I mean, it's almost <laughs> like it's more of a hustle to not to. Like you have five other jobs, music jobs or creative jobs.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, so then, uh, how did you guys get hooked up with Treefort?
1: Um, they. We're at a show that we played, or like some people from it. We're at a show that we played in Halifax, in Nova Scotia.
0: Is that and, a music fest there?
1: Yeah, it's a Halifax Pop Explosion. Is what it's called. Um, yeah, they saw us and they liked us, and there was. I can't, was it Halifax with the people, people from? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I and mean, then we, you know, we've been trying to get down to the states for a little bit, and we decided to actually do it. It's it's quite an ordeal to to get down from Canada with visas and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Well, so then at this Canada Canada party, I mean, so like this is the interesting this year. I noticed on the Treefort website they're definitely putting maple leaves on the Canada axe. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah are some of these do, do you have any friends that are also playing Treefort?
1: um definitely people we're familiar with um I don't know if any like actual pals are there, but the the Canadian scene is not gigantic, so we definitely recognize all the names for sure
0: yeah i is is the band partner? Canadian?
1: Oh, actually, yeah. We're, those are buds, yeah. Yeah, partner, we know. They're from. They're also from New Brunswick, Canada. Yeah. Ah. And we've been playing shows with them and, you know, in different bands that they've been in for pretty much as long as we've been playing as a band.
0: So then, when you... Uh, how often do you guys get to, to a, a multi-day music festival? Do you get a, a couple of those a year?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it kind of depends. Like, sometimes we do more than other years, but it's usually, like, a pretty big part of the summer.
0: Do you get to enjoy it as a a fan also? Or is it when you guys are working, you're working kind of situation?
1: Sometimes we get to spend some time and actually go see some stuff, which is, you know, the way that's nice to do, but sometimes if you're, if you're on the road, you just got to keep going. And we, we do like to make sure that, you know, all the shows are going well and that's our, that's our main focus.
0: Have you investigated at all? Will you be able to catch any shows when you're in Boise and have you been to Boise, but no, you haven't been to Boise before.
1: No, we haven't. Uh, I actually have a friend in Fredericton though who was from there. So he's, Telling us about all the hot spots. Um, <laughs> we want to go see Princess Nokia pretty bad. Um, and I don't know, there's there's a couple things we're looking forward to.
0: Well, so I guess I didn't even, we we didn't do a proper introduction, but so you play guitar, is that correct? Yeah. And then Adam is the drummer. Mm-hmm. And, and Penny plays keys and bass. And bass. Yeah. And then uh, as far as this tour goes, you know, what are you guys really looking forward to as, as some of the um, more interesting spots that you get to go to or play? I mean, have you been through the United States much?
1: Not much, no. Um, I haven't been... Past New York, so everything past today is going to be new to me. I think Penny's been down a little more than Adam and I. <laughs> but Tree Floor is, is one of the things we're looking forward to quite a bit. And then we're going out to California, so I'm. <laughs> These new York potholes are no joke. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to. I don't know. I'm mostly just excited to see all the different places because. It's, yeah America's a big old country too,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. uh I was looking at the schedule to see when Princess Nokia plays I, I think
1: she's like right after one of our shows that's,
0: oh yeah I think yeah, that's right so you're at you're at the linen building Sunday night from seven fifty to eight thirty. And then she plays on the main stage at nine o'clock. So that's totally doable. You think? Yeah? I think so, yeah. You're not far from the main stage. All right. And you just, uh, yeah, I think you'd have lots of time to get your gear nice and stowed. And then you could. One of the other th- interesting things I noticed is that the bill that you're on the night before at the Neuralux, you're on the bill with the. A musician that I'm not familiar with, but that is definitely something that people are buzzing about, is this guy named Conan Moccasin. Are you familiar with him at all? Uh, I'm not. But I can kind of see why they put you together, because there's this kind of... uh, It's like a... It's a jazzy quality. Do you guys... I mean, so I wouldn't say that you guys are jammy... Um, Cause it does seem like everything is so precise, but do, is there free form or improvisational elements within your songs or are they definitely um, structured and worked out completely?
1: Yeah. There's, they're very calculated, but there's definitely a little, a little wiggle room here and there. Like it, we just, we're not, we're not playing them exactly the same way every time. Sure. You know I mean, yeah. And you know, it's, it kind of goes back to the thing I was saying before about not we always want it to be exciting for us to do because the worst thing would be to like be playing a show and getting bored. Because if we're bored, then the crab's probably going to be bored too. So, <laughs> you know, we like to mix it up a little bit here and there. Yeah. And
0: so now are you guys in the van and you're driving? Is that what you said? The New York potholes are no good? Yeah. Yeah, we're (laughs) headed
1: out of the city right now. (laughs) I hope it's not too loud.
0: No, I can't even hear that you're driving at all.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Well, Yeah, Adam and I got these burner phones when we came into the States because it's expensive to try to do a travel plan from Canada. Huh. But I was a little worried that that the, the conversation quality might not be great.
0: Well, you you mentioned burner phones and I think about this past summer when uh there was the new season of Twin Peaks and Mr. C always was using these burner phones. Did you did you happen to watch oh, yeah. <laughs> did, did you happen to watch that this past summer or were you ever into Twin Peaks? No,
1: I I was I I watched the first season and then I think I don't know what happened, but I never got around to watching the second season. So I'm sure I'll get to it at some point.
0: Well, so then uh, is there is there much of uh, there? There must be some kind of home scene in in Fredericton, then, as far as like. Uh, yeah. And did you say there were? Yeah, there's a pretty good little scene. Yeah. Did you say there is uh, seventy-five thousand people there? Is that what you said?
1: About seventy, probably. Yeah. You know, it's a. I don't know. I heard Adam say 70, but I've heard Penny say 50, and she's saying 50 in, in Ariana.
0: And so then there's probably a few clubs, and then, uh, or I don't know. So, like, Boise is rather. Really-
1: <laughs> I mean, there's pretty much one bar to play. Yeah. And then a couple other spots, like some all ages. Just- spots um as far as our scene goes but you know it's pretty small so it works out
0: what do do you think of an all-ages response do they do they appreciate what you're doing or is it people more your age that are more into that
1: yeah we they seem to like it i mean the i don't know i feel like i don't have a super good reason the all-ages scene in Fredericton, it seems to be pretty small at this point, but I might just not know. But you know, I mean, younger younger people seem to like us, same as folks that age.
0: Yeah, and so for your your forts stay, you definitely got. You, I mean, you're playing, you're playing a bar one night, and it it it's it's a great venue, the Neuralux, and so it'll be probably packed out. Um, cause that's, oh, yeah. that's a pretty good build that night. The linen building is all ages and you're playing relatively early that night. So you'll, uh, you'll be able to get some younger crowd there too. And then the, the Woodland Empire, the Canada show, that one's free to the public. And it, it's a, like you actually play in the, in the brewing room, I think. <clears throat> so it's oh, yeah? yeah, it's pretty interesting, and it, that attracts a totally different crowd too. Or like the people that, I mean, that's the trick with these music fests, where, like you're saying, uh, well, if we get our gear put away in time, we can run over here and catch this when we're done. You know, so there have yeah. there's so much going on all at the same time, and you have to make these, these decisions about who you're gonna see when.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we'll we'll probably be making up a little schedule of things we'd like to see if possible when it gets, when we get a little closer to Idaho
0: yeah well, I mean I was looking when you do when you do make the 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 midwest you know uh track it seems. I don't know it always seems brutal but it uh, what is it you go from <laughs> Chicago to Denver like that's that's a good little yeah. drive
1: yeah that's one of the bigger ones I think yeah uh, doing it?
0: <laughs> and do you guys have that all mapped out like you know what you're doing already you got you got it all or you just uh, you've got Google Maps on your burners and you're gonna just see where
1: the day takes you <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 planned out to a certain degree like we don't have i guess it would maybe be a little bit the same as what i was saying about the song so it's (laughs) structured wiggle room
0: yeah excellent well all right so now the the important question for every touring band is you know what do you guys listen to as a group um and then does somebody have like the weird taste? Like, yeah. the, somebody's like, I want to listen to Britney Spears, and you're like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, not not Britney so much, but I uh, I listen to a lot of hip hop, which generally they are cool with. But you know, it can get to a point where I, I, I'm a little obsessive about the things that I listen to, so people around me are not always super happy about that which is understandable but i don't know there's, there's a pretty big area of music i guess that we all agree on so there's there's not much that any of us would put on that the other two would be actually upset about and for the most part we can all enjoy music together so
0: what what are you guys really listening to a lot of these days
1: um I' do to listen to, Adam? I guess we listened to some Tom Waits, some Zappa, Captain Beefheart, um, there's what's that bit, Big Walnuts, Yonder, we listen to that album, it's a drummer from Deerhoof and some guy from Caramelos. I think.
0: What was his name?
1: Uh, it's called Big Walnuts Yonder. Yonder. Ah. It's pretty crazy project, but it's cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, I threw on some of the Black Panther soundtrack. Some good songs on that. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm just getting into Drake, so I snuck a couple Drake checks. And
0: I think I like the oh, idea. No, I, think. I think I like the idea of Drake more than I do the actual music itself.
1: Yeah, it took me forever. I just wasn't having it for years and years, which is. But uh, I don't know. He can rap. Yeah. Well, Indeed. and he
0: can sing like, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely lean more towards the rappiness. <laughs> Or like the, you know, the more straightforward hip hop stuff that he does, but some of the, some of the singing stuff is pretty good as well, and I'm sure I'll come around to it more.
0: Well, so have you guys, you know, another interesting thing about bands on tour is that their diets like really fall apart, like because they're eating <laughs> <laughs> like fast food every single day. Uh, yeah, not us. No, so I mean and i I imagine like being frugal with your money on the road too is is a bit of a trick too,
1: yeah, especially that's yeah, a tough one but yeah yeah we we definitely did the fast food thing before, but now we we like we bring a cooler with us and we go grocery shopping and you know make sandwiches and eat fruit and crackers and Veggies and stuff, because it's especially if you're out for a month. It's just you can't can't do it to your body. We wouldn't survive.
0: Yeah, no. Not
1: that we don't put some junk into our body along the way, but we try to keep the main stuff pretty healthy.
0: And then the other the other interesting thing that happens to bands on the road is the alcohol intake goes way up too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, again, that was. More so in the past that uh, we're pretty uh pretty business oriented these days,
0: which i mean i'm I'm always amazed and impressed by it. the whole idea of being in a band on tour is crazy where you're you're staying up until like one and two in the morning and you're drinking a bunch and then you get up early and drive mm-hmm. to the next place it's just it seems like yeah. Like you guys are athletes, like really weird athletes,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's and some people can do that, right, but you're gonna be staying up till two or three anyway, just to play the show, right, so then if you if you add a bunch of booze into that equation it it can get messy pretty quick,
0: yeah, well, where are you guys playing in Denver
1: um. That's a good question. Anyone know where in Denver off the top of the head. Seventh Circle.
0: We have some fans in Denver. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Well, I hope they'll come out.
0: Yeah. We'll have to put out the word. But we'll definitely come and check you out at, at Treefort. Lots of options there, too. Yeah. What can we expect, um... You know, what, what is what what are you guys planning on doing this this outing?
1: Um you know, it's just uh I think it's a it's a pretty fun set. We try to you know, we're trying to have as much fun as possible on stage and generally people seem to also have fun, so hopefully all the Boise people will will dig it. You know, it's silly at times.
0: You know what's interesting that I just thought of is that at some level, when a band takes their show on the road, they do the same set every single night for the most part. Like yeah, but uh, folks that are not staging such a a big production tend to do like they write a, a set list, a new set list for every every show. Is is that how you guys do it? You have like a bunch of songs that you you're touring for the most part and then you play a different set list for uh each show?
1: Or are you guys doing Yeah, we uh yeah, we change it up a little bit. A lot of our songs run into each other, like they run as one piece. Ah. So a lot of those, you know, they, they stick together because they kinda have to, but um we we've been playing kind of a similar set list every night, but with different orders. Just trying to figure out what you know where the transition should go and what kind of flows the best. And if if we find one that we think works really well, we'll probably stick with it for a bit. But just you know, we can always switch a couple songs around or add a new one in and pick something out. Or so it, it's it's pretty loose.
0: Well, that was 42 Minutes. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks
1: Thanks for uh, the call.
0: Yeah. You've been listening to Motherhood on 42 Minutes. Check out their work and catch them on tour. And you can find the dates at their website, motherhood-music.com. For more information about The Sync Book, our guests, check out past shows or just subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. Please be sure and visit our website at thesyncbook.com. If you like this podcast, check out others, as currently all the SyncBook radio archives are free. We feature a great search engine to help you find what you need. All this and more can be found at thesyncbook.com. Thanks so much, and do not ask why if you do not want to die. Do like you're told if you want to get old.